and Mortal Kombat, whose most recent release, Mortal Kombat 1, has sold nearly 3 million copies since its launch in mid-September. Welcome back, Earthworm Warriors, to another bite-sized episode of the Realmcast. I'm your host, the Mortal Kombat fan, Tim, and with me as always is my co-host, Yanni. Today, we've got some insightful topics to delve into, all centered around Warner Bros. Discovery's third quarter earnings webcast. We're your portal to all things Mortal Kombat, and today, we'll analyze the implications of these financial revelations. Have you ever wondered how the world of Mortal Kombat meets the cold calculating world of finances? Well, today... We'll take you deep into the maze of numbers and decisions that could reshape everything you know about Mortal Kombat. Not only Mortal Kombat the games, but also the movies and the rest of the franchise too. But before we journey into the abyss of numbers and predictions, do us a favor, combatants, smash that like button, subscribe, ring that notification bell to stay connected with our thriving combat community. Your support powers our quest to uncover the secrets of the Mortal Kombat universe. Remember, we don't just talk, we listen. Your opinions, your thoughts, they drive our discussions. So comment and reach out to us on social media because together we get to discuss the destiny of Mortal Kombat. Let's kick things off with Mortal Kombat 1 sales performance. The Mortal Kombat franchise has always been a fan favorite, but this latest installment seems to be facing some headwinds. Mortal Kombat 11 sold over 5 million copies in its first three months, but Mortal Kombat 1 has moved only 3 million copies. So what's happening here? Several factors could contribute to this disparity. Fans have a keen memory of Mortal Kombat 11 and their experiences with it. Some were less than thrilled, citing a less than satisfying experience compared to its predecessor. That could make sense that if fans weren't happy with Mortal Kombat 11, then not as many fans want to pick up Mortal Kombat 1. I mean, the appeal of the franchise has always been this incredible gameplay and memorable characters. So if fans aren't happy, it's undoubtedly going to affect sales. Additionally, the Halloween fatality microtransaction in Mortal Kombat 1 has left many feeling that their beloved franchise is being exploited for quick cash grabs. It's understandable that this move, while possibly lucrative for WBD, doesn't sit well with the dedicated Mortal Kombat and general gaming community. Now, onto the controversy surrounding these microtransactions. WBD's CEO, David Zaslov, stated our focus is on transforming our biggest franchises from largely console and pc based with three four-year release schedules to include more always-on gameplay through live services multi-platform and free-to-play extensions with the goal to have more players spending more time on more platforms transforming our biggest franchises from largely console and pc based to include more always-on gameplay through live services. Always-on gameplay basically just means it's a freemium piece of software, kind of like mobile gaming or pay-to-play type gaming models. So what do you think about this move towards really what is essentially microtransactions and the live service model? Microtransactions have always been a hot-button issue for gamers. We've seen it in Mortal Kombat X with easy fatalities, which at that time caused quite a bit of stir. Many felt like it cheapened the experience, making fatalities more about a financial transaction than mastering the game's mechanics. This only continued to grow throughout Mortal Kombat 11, and now has even gone into Mortal Kombat 1. So, let's fast forward to the present, and WBD's doubling down on this idea. They've seemed to embrace it even further. They want you to pay more, to play more. A very mobile gameplay loop. The objective is clear drive engagement and monetization over longer cycles, attempt to keep players' attention in the long term in bursts of content. 
we've actually gone into a lot of depth in how this has affected Mortal Kombat 1. Our most recent microtransact episode goes into a lot of detail on that. And, you know, there's been this constant controversy at the moment about Mortal Kombat's Halloween fatality and their upcoming Thanksgiving fatality. Microtransactions seem to be something that are very, very heavily put into Mortal Kombat 1. This has raised the eyebrows of Mortal Kombat fans. They're concerned that the series might lose its essence and become a playground for in-game purchases instead. Could this be a fatality for the heart of the game? Finally, let's talk about another thing that was mentioned during this quarter three earnings call. Something that actually could affect Mortal Kombat in other ways. Let's talk about the HBO Max's global expansion. Mortal Kombat Conquest made waves on the platform in the United States, but there's always been this question about the global audience. The international expansion opens up a world of possibilities for Mortal Kombat movies and the series. Mortal Kombat Conquest's resurgence in the US suggests that there's an appetite for the franchise. But the question is, will it receive the same level of promotion and attention internationally? It's a valid concern, especially for fans who want more Mortal Kombat content and are requesting another season of Conquest even after 25 years. Just look at how positive the reception has been to the Mortal Kombat Legends universe. So that is the big question, really. Will it receive the same level of promotion and attention internationally? HBO Max's international expansion could be a game changer, depending on how it's handled. The Mortal Kombat movies have had their share of ups and downs, with fans and critics alike. Yeah, that's very true, but the global expansion could give them a fresh audience to try to impress. But how effectively will Mortal Kombat be marketed and made accessible to this international audience? Will Mortal Kombat Conquest, for example, as well as the movies, be prominently featured on the platform? Or will they become lost in an endless sea of content? Now, let's dive into an aspect of the Mortal Kombat franchise that has had a significant impact, the SAG-AFTRA strike. For those of you who might not be aware, the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, SAG-AFTRA, is the union representing actors, voice actors, and performers in the entertainment industry. The strike that followed had far-reaching consequences, including for Mortal Kombat. We've actually covered this topic in detail on our episode with Vic Chow, the voice behind Kenshi in Mortal Kombat 1. The strike, lasting a grueling 118 days, paralyzed the industry and had a profound impact on various aspects of production, including voice acting and motion capture for video games and movies. This strike hit at the worst possible time for Mortal Kombat fans. When the strike hit, Mortal Kombat was gearing up for its next big project, its cinematic universe's Mortal Kombat 2. But the strike, of course, caused a significant delay. The talented actors and performers who bring our favorite characters to life were out of action. This put the production on hold and left fans anxiously waiting for more bone-crushing battles and iconic fatalities. Producer Todd Garner has been keeping the fans as informed as possible with his communications during this period. And here's where the twist comes in. CEO David Zasloff in the quarter three earnings call made a bold statement. He mentioned that Warner Brothers Discovery was actively working to resolve the SAG after strikes and that they had made their last and final offer. This offer, according to Zasloff, meets most of the union's goals and includes the highest wage increase in 40 years. Zasloff's statements carried a lot of weight for the Mortal Kombat fans. The end of the SAG after strike could mean the green light for Mortal Kombat 2 to continue in production and potentially the continuation of other projects related to the franchise. And as a delightful twist, just as we were preparing for this video, the breaking news came in. 
SAG-AFTRA and the studios have officially reached a tentative deal on a new three-year contract. That's right, after 118 days of the Actors Guild being out on strike, they've reached an agreement that could see Hollywood up and running again within weeks. This is fantastic news for Mortal Kombat fans. Todd Gardner, the producer for the new Mortal Kombat live-action movies as well as the upcoming sequel, even jumped in on this excitement. He announced, We will let you know as soon as we start shooting, in reference to the Mortal Kombat 2 movie. The strike that put a temporary hold on a beloved franchise is now closer to being resolved, thanks to the dedication of the talented performers and the studios. Mortal Kombat 2 is back on the horizon, and fans can once again look forward to the epic battles and thrilling fatalities that define the series. So, fellow combatants, gear up, because we are close to returning to the various realms of Mortal Kombat and the continuously growing lore. Keep your eyes peeled for more updates, because the excitement is real. It's happening. The future of Mortal Kombat hangs in the balance. There was a lot of Mortal Kombat subtext within Warner Brother Discovery's Quarter 3 financial call. We've laid it all out on the line for you. Sales, microtransactions, HBO Max's global expansion, the Halloween fatality microtransactions, and the end of the SAG after strikes. It's true, the future of Mortal Kombat literally hangs in the balance right now. But remember, the Mortal Kombat community is an unstoppable force when it comes together. Your passion and dedication have carried the franchise through thick and thin. Your voice matters, and your feedback shapes the future of the series. So be sure to leave your feedback wherever you can, including on this video. And now, as we conclude this Tarkatan Bite Size episode, remember, the combat continues, so stay tuned for more thrilling updates. Thank you for joining us today, combatants. We hope you found this discussion both enlightening and exciting. Until next time, keep your fingers crossed for the future of Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm.